everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lonnen. And this is Volume Up by the Tees. So, Jeffrey, it was Mother's Day. Did you celebrate the mothers in your life? Uh, yes. Yes, very much so. Um, as best I can, you know, with two little kids, it's a little tough. They want to be involved and yeah. that's fun and also not fun. You know, I mean, you know. I think the biggest Mother's Day myth is like, let's have young children make breakfast, breakfast for you yeah. in bed. Yeah. It never yeah. happens. Yeah. And it's not good if it did. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, my eldest daughter cannot not write on cards. So like you get a fun, Aww. cute card and then she just like trashes it with crayon. And sure. like, it's sweet, but it's like, then you can't read. Mm. Mm. Then it's there. Yeah. You go. So then, you know, so we're just adding another collection or another card to the collection of things you can't read. But right. I mean, I hope Kate had a good day <laughs> and my mom and my mother-in-law, uh, yes. but you did something really big for your mom. Not exactly for right. Mother's Day, but, but let's talk about it. We, I think we said maybe something on the podcast about it before, but. So we took off to <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Left us high and dry here on the podcast. And. The mom and I went to Lady Gaga. It was her jazz and piano show. So mm. not your typical, you know, personas. It was just her. Mm. And it was absolutely amazing. I mean, let's let's spill a little bit. What did you experience? What what was happening? Set the stage. I mean, we heard a little bit about yeah. it from Frederick Aspiris in terms of go see it, but you went and saw the damn thing. So I saw you were very it. close. You know, and I was paying a lot of attention to the looks, the hair looks specifically. <laughs> but, you know, she wore a lot of large head pieces, mm-hmm. mostly very mm-hmm. large, mm-hmm. tucked into her hair, Plumage. hair slicked back. There was a top hat involved as well, mm-hmm. as one should have in a jazz show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she did pull a couple of little Gaga ish sort of stunts. Like I did see her butt cheeks often. <laughs> would it be a gaga show without a butt cheek yep yep which Sounds seemed right. like oh that was strange during the, the song but but it happened and we were sitting very close and we just so let me give you a little concert tip i didn't realize that the piano is always on the left side of the stage so we had great tickets but if they would have been on the other side of the stage we wouldn't have seen her at all she played the entire show right in front of us. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I no. would never have thought that until you no. said it. Now it makes perfect sense. But yeah, right. you you really lucked out though. We encourage yes. everybody to go to Kelly's archive stories, her mm-hmm. highlight reel, which will be Olivia, <laughs> will be Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> so you can see just how close she was because it was quite a view. I mean, a feather from her literal cap could have hit me. That's how close we were. I was going to say, did it hit you? Did you keep that feather? Um, I, I would, would have but, loved that. Oh, the best thing is that it started raining Lady Gaga $100 bills coming from the sky. Yes, it was amazing. I have some. I'll send one to you. Okay, please. I'll frame it. Um, but your mom enjoyed it. I mean, it was for her birthday. She Shout did. out to your it mom. It was for the big seven zero. Um, you said it. And, I didn't say it. Yep. And I mean, the woman looks like she's 50. So that's no, true. And the funniest thing when, when we checked in to the hotel, I said, oh, I'm here for my mom's birthday. She's 70. And the lady at the check-in goes, aren't they cute when they're that age? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. 
So my mom wasn't there to hear that, but I did share it with her. And I, then I was like, you know, maybe she thought I said seven, but I did say my mom. So I don't know. It was all sorts of Vegas-ness happening. Makes you wonder. Uh, Vegas. Well, I'm glad that you had a good time and I'm glad that yes. she did. Um, and happy belated Mother's Day to all of our mothers yes. out there that are listening. Um, Indeed. All right, let's get into it. On last week's episode, we kicked off Mental Health Awareness Month with Suzanne Post. Suzanne is a hairstylist, salon owner, and co-founder of Shearhaven, an initiative of the YWCA, Nashville, and Middle Tennessee. Shearhaven's domestic violence awareness education program equips stylists with the knowledge and tools to recognize the signs of domestic violence, successfully navigate conversations with clients who may be in danger, and pass along tools that can help them get to safety. And Suzanne was an integral part of working to get Tennessee legislation passed that requires domestic violence training for all cosmetologists, which is truly a model for the country. So we hope that you liked that episode. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen. And if you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating a better world, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all of the places. Look for at Read the Tees and send in questions to volumeupofthetees.com. On this week's episode, we talked with Maribel Yepes and Jessica Gudinos, two hairstylists from Wild Roots Salon and Boutique in Waco, Texas. They specialize in cuts, color, blowouts, updos, and extensions. All of it, right? Between the two of them, they have over 30 years of experience in our beloved industry. Maribel and Jessica were two stylists of the 15 at their first New York Fashion Week, selected from many across the country. Since their first week in the fall of last year, they have attended one other Fashion Week and will be attending another this fall. We heard all about their journey to one of the biggest weeks in fashion and their advice for others who aspire to see their creations on the runway. Love that. And we're going to get to all sorts of editorial hair in a minute because we will talk about the Met Gala. We have to. Have to. Uh, but before that, there's something that's been popping up with one of my favorite celebrities um, in an unexpected place, maybe for her. Uh, and that is a one Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Martha is the OG. Like there's really no one better. Um, she's doing the damn thing for decades, just like Jessica and Maribel. Um, but she's hawking some skincare. She on is. TikTok, uh, mm-hmm. so what are you? you know, what are your? What are your thoughts on this situation? I've got a lot. Perhaps not as you know off character as her relationship with Snoop Dogg. However, you know, Cl- is it Clodipo? Poe? Clodipo. Uh, Clodipo. However, isn't it? I don't. I keep Clodipo. the pronunciation because of the TikTok <laughs> videos. But anyway, however, Clodipo. The Japanese skincare and makeup company, you know, she's targeting it to the gen, obviously on TikTok, 13 to 25. And I don't know about you, but I could not have afforded a $280 eye contour cream or a $550 moisturizer. I don't even buy it now. So is it the right demo? Was it the right move for Clodipa? Maybe for awareness. I mean, good for her for getting that money uh, yeah. at her. She's 80, 80, she's, maybe plus. She looks I mean, great. She, yeah, looks incredible. Uh, and maybe it's because of Cletopa. I mean, that's certainly what she's going <laughs> to say that 10 times fast. That's what she wants us to think. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a little strange. I can't imagine Gen Z's brushing buying. over to Sephora. I don't even know if they sell it there. Neiman's? <laughs> 
But anyway, she also claims that she has not had any plastic surgery. No knives have touched her face or her body. However, I just want to say that Martha, where are the wrinkles at? Did you didn't talk about Botox or fillers because I would bet she had some 80 yeah. and she looks that great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. I, She's again, wonderful. I'm a, a Martha Stan. Her mom, big Martha also looked great. Well, did into she? her old age. She all did. Right. So yeah, it could be maybe all of that recreational. <laughs> Snoop something dogging. used that she's doing with her friend <laughs> um, it's legal here in california um and other places around the, the, the mean, country yeah maybe it's it's keeping her young um refreshed relaxation <laughs> uh, the clota the clotopa and the weed um but i think also i think probably also the the injectables uh let's be real yeah, um, I mean, she looks great though no shade we love yeah. we love martha here um maybe not on tiktok all right Let's talk about other things that are trending. Uh, the editorial team at thetease.com has been hard at work this week uncovering industry news, looking into trends and brands that you don't know, but you probably should. And here are some of our favorite headlines. We talked about it already, the Met Gala. It's yep. what everybody's been talking about. Uh, and even a week after the fact, the first Monday in May, it's back. We went through our favorite looks on thetease.com, and we're going to give you a little taste. So easily the most fashionable night of the year, this year's extravaganza, brought forth a slew of fashion and Hollywood's most influential figures to celebrate the second installment of the Metropolitan Museum of Art's exhibition on American fashion called America, an Anthology of Fashion. Alongside Anna Wintour, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Regina King, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, who served as this year's celebrity co-chairs, the gilded glamour theme was the official dress code of the night. Attendees were tasked with paying homage to opulence and the glitz of New York City's gilded age with their ensembles and more importantly, with their hair, which we get into on the tease.com. Go there, check it all out. There's like 25 plus celebs. We really dove into it. Um, but I'm curious, Kelly, who were your most favorite looks from the night? So my hands down favorite who got the assignment was Cara Delevingne. Just absolute perfection. But I am a sucker for a woman in menswear. I think it's classy. I love it. So, you know, her golden waves matched her perfectly. Golden gold something body else. body makeup. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, <laughs> let's just put it out there. I mean, she definitely was gilded. There's she no was. getting around she that. She was like a statue and she had the cane. I, I loved it. So second up, you know, I always like a good SJP look. She had a very intricate updo, which I would mm -hmm. like to know how many wefts of extensions so did it so take much. to get that literal weave. So I love it. And I love a good fascinator and headpiece. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Kaya Gerber. Um, ugh, so good. <laughs> I thought that was a so distasteful. Good. Sorry. No, no, I yeah, loved like I loved it so much, you know, giving the pre raphaelite realness. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. uh, with her dreamy, ultra long waves. So I think she also was amazing. Yeah, there was a what lot of you? that sort of center part wavy mm -hmm. going on, uh, which was, I guess, period appropriate. We love to see it. People understood the assignment. I think uh, it's hard to say. I really, really enjoyed Emma Chamberlain, which is not somebody that I enjoy in real life, like the the YouTuber. Mm, um, yeah. I I mean, I'm a sucker for that platinum. And I thought that it was yeah. really, really a cool look. Um, again, these people, these new influencers have not necessarily been well received by fashion. 
but I thought like she looked great. So I was into her look um, in terms of like really ornate styling. I don't know that I had a, f- I, mean, eh. I think Normani uh, with her yeah. mm-hmm. fascinator situation was also pretty right. cool. Um, mm-hmm. Chloe Bailey's mouth B thing I thought was interesting. I don't, there was mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. I liked it. Um, I, I thought it was better than other years where you're just like, ugh. Didn't get yeah, it. It started slow. Like, let's hard. be clear. It and did. the editors sort of get into that. Like yeah. there was a lot of black on the red carpet, um, kind of not exciting, but then folks showed up and we're like really bringing it. Uh, there were some interesting things that we get into on the tease.com. Uh, Gabrielle union, for example, was talking about how the Gilded Age was not so great for black and brown folks. Um, and so she had like drops of blood in her hair. Uh, which was really, I think, interesting. They were like mm-hmm. beads. Um, all right. So, I mean, we would be remiss not to cover the topic of the evening. At least that's what Vogue and others would have us think, uh, which is the Kim Kardashian of it all wearing yeah. Marilyn Monroe's famous happy birthday, Mr. President dress. What are your media reactions? What did you think? You know, I thought she looked absolutely flawless. And, you know, the hair slicked back, platinum blonde, not taking away from the allure of the dress I thought was also a great choice. Uh, I, I mean, we talked about this in the the group slack at first. I thought it was a wig because Kim has been known right. as we all know to, to wear some wigs and Chris Appleton is incredibly skilled at laying one. Um, but then it was revealed that this was real. She really went platinum uh, and apparently in a quick turnaround in one session. Um, and there's been all sorts of talk about that, but yeah, no, I thought the same thing. She looked incredible. Um, in that it was unbelievable. So kudos to her. She brought the gilded glamour, as did, did so many others. Uh, so go to the tease.com, check out the full list. Let us know if you liked, if we missed somebody, we'd be curious to hear. And uh, you know, one last thing on the Met Gala, I don't think all the Kardashians should be invited next year. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Let us know if you all feel I the don't. same way. Um, please, you know, Kelly, that's a hot take. Um, and we might get some flack from the Kardashian family, um, a cease and desist letter. Um, let's hope not. Or let's Something hope. that's not going to get fun. us a cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it would be. Uh, also on the tease.com, one of our favorite headlines is a story about Chi hair care. So Chi went ahead and launched their Chi naturals with aloe vera and hyaluronic acid. If you thought that hyaluronic acid is just a skincare superhero, you would be very, very wrong. Because as it turns out, the popular ingredient isn't just great for your skin, but also for strands. And that's why we were beyond excited to learn that Chi Hair Care recently launched a new product line with hyaluronic acid as one of its star ingredients. Called the Chi Naturals with Aloe Vera and Hyaluronic Acid Collection, which is a mouthful, the six-piece line consists of body and hair products that are designed to provide intense hydration and nourishment, as well as increased shine and softness to both skin and hair. And its special blend of aloe vera and hyaluronic acid will minimize frizz and breakage for radiant, healthy-looking hair while keeping skin smooth and glowing, which we love, mm-hmm. especially for the summer. Let's be real. It's about to get real out there in those streets. <laughs> so, Kelly, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's proven. It's now here on market. Are you putting hyaluronic acid in your hair? You know... I know, and I believe after speaking with Dr. Farouk Shami, the Mm -hmm. inventor, owner, creator, entrepreneur behind Chi and many other products and tools, um, that what they do is put a lot of research and development into the products that they are curating and developing for us. And so I say, yes, why not? Who doesn't love something that's going to minimize frizz and breakage? 
I want my hair to look healthy looking. And, you know, also a little cherry on top is that Mm -hmm. the packaging is sustainably manufactured as well. So to encourage a circular economy for us to reduce, reuse and recycle, which is also a main point of the brand. So, you know, I shall use this. I believe Kim is going to need this as well. (laughs) (laughs) And she may experience some breakage. So she's going to need to nourish and hydrate those locks. Yes. Don't we all? We all need a little bit of that. Uh, All right. Last of our favorites from the tease.com of late is an article called Celebrity Hairstylist Kaya Wright on her new book and the importance of diversifying your income. We all heard from Kaya Wright on the podcast a few episodes back, but we also talked around the TS.com with an in-depth article um, because Kaya's kind of it, you know? She's got so many accolades. And one more thing that she's added to her resume is a book, From Beauty to Business, The Guaranteed Strategy to Building, Running, Growing a Successful Beauty Business, officially hits bookstores tomorrow on May 10th. A memoir and a resource guide, the book shares writes advice on navigating your finances, harnessing the power of social media, and setting yourself up for success with business. Everything that beauty pros truly need to know in order to really kick it into high gear. And our article on the tease.com is all about it and more. So go over there, read all about it. Uh, but Kelly, let's talk a little bit about your creative side. Um, what did you think about the article as well as the book? I mean, we've talked about Kaya a couple of times here. Um, yeah. We love her. We're big fans. Um, what are your thoughts? You know, I think kudos to her. She is very multifaceted and, you know, understanding that your creative side is really important, but the business side is really necessary, right? <sighs> so the yin to the yang, um, <laughs> you know, you're going to need both. Um, so she talks about being purposeful with your money and your finances and some of the things that she experienced early on in her career and, you know, she has perspective on now. So, you know, I think it's looking at the long game, making sure that you surround yourself with great people, mentors, financial advisors, great accountants, all of those great things. So definitely worth a read grabbing the book um, because she shares and kind of breaks it down for all of us. Which gotta love it. I mean, all the power to her. Thank you so much, Kaya, for being on the podcast. Go to the tease.com, read that article. And then if you are inspired, go and add that book to cart. I mean, let's go ahead and do it. Let's support people that are doing the right thing. As always, so much going on tease.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, our episode with Maribel and Jessica from Wild Root Salon and Boutique in Waco, Texas. Do you think she knows the gains? They... You know, I think if you haven't perused by the silos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you you really live in Waco? Waco? Can you even call yourself a Waco in? A Waco in? That's what they are. Oh my God. Can't wait for this. Can't wait for this interview. (laughs) I would like to welcome two special guests, Mary Bell Yepides and Jessica Gogini are two hairstylists from Wild Roots Salon and Boutique in Waco, Texas. They specialize in cuts, colors, blowouts, updos, and extensions. Between the two of them, they have over 30 years of experience in the industry. The stylists were two of 15 at the first New York Fashion Week and were selected from across the country. Since the first week, In the fall of last year, they have attended one other New York Fashion Week and will be attending another one this fall. We cannot wait to hear 
all about their experience to one of the biggest weeks in fashion and their advice for others who aspire to see their creations on the runway. So welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's so excited to be here. It's so lovely to have you as a guest. Um, if you guys could both share a little bit about yourself. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm from Monterey, Mexico. Uh, I graduated when I was 18, 22 years ago. So as you can tell, my first language is Spanish. <laughs> I never thought I was going to be able to travel and do hair for people because I only knew Spanish <laughs> and I live in Texas for 25 years. So, yeah, uh, that's my, my story. <laughs> Love that. So um, I've been doing my name's Maribel Yepes. I've been doing hair for about a little over 13 years. Um, I was born and raised here, Waco, Texas. And it's just, it's exciting. Like Waco isn't that big mm. and having to go into like a bigger city, what we just did, it's super exciting. Yeah, that sounds so great. How did you guys get into the beauty industry? Well, I was only 16 when I graduated from high school and re- like my dad was like, Jessica, do you want to go to cosmetology? I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> so I got my license uh, right on my birthday. I was 18. Uh, and I just, I went for it and started with a company in 2006. Uh, and I became an educator for a company that makes hair products. From there, I felt like it was just, you know, learning. And I guess you never stop learning. So right. Yeah, so uh, from there, it's been a great experience. Oh. I love it. <laughs> oh, it's always great to hear. And Mary, <laughs> me, I've always had a passion to do hair since I was little. I would chop my Barbie's hair off and color it with a permanent marker. <laughs> and like, she would take the scissors away from me and like, stop doing that. So it was something that I've always had passion for. I just, I knew I could do my own hair, but I was always iffy to do somebody else's hairs, but. Um, once I went to cosmetology school, it was, it was over and done there. Like I knew what I wanted to do. <laughs> That's great. I too also like to cut my doll's hair, but it wasn't a style that was presentable. So I knew very early on my career and hair wasn't going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> then you just see the hair fall off and you're like, Ooh, that's synthetic. That's not yeah. right. <laughs> exactly. And then, um, how did you guys get started at, um, Wild Roots? So once I graduated from cosmetology, my first job was Supercuts and I was a manager there and I ended up hiring the the owner from Wild Roots. So I was her manager. Oh, wow. Yeah. So me and her been together for like my whole career, basically. Um, after we left Wild Roots, we went into another salon. And then after that, she was like, hey, I want to open my own salon would you be the manager are we here and I was just like sure so we've been together it's it's going on five years here and we're still stuck together <laughs> love that um tell us a little bit about the process for you guys getting picked to be stylists at New York Fashion Week um so here in Wild Roots we have a lot of amazing hairstylists and our one of our biggest things is to post it's, it's just a big thing just keep on posting and posting and I feel like the lead ended up looking at that and reached out to the salon and then from the salon um 
she ends up reaching out to certain scholars and they interview you and you just go from there. Like, yeah. <laughs> so your presence on social media is really what helped you oh, get to that. Yeah, part. Yes, it's, it's, it's a big thing. Like we go to classes out of town in Vegas and Florida. And that was one of our big things was to take classes just because the trends never stop. And it wasn't just hair classes that we took. We took social media classes. We took accounting classes. We took all kinds of classes to get where we were at. And sometimes you're in that class and then you're wondering, like, why do I need this class? But it it all worked out in the end because it tells you, it shows you how your page should be present and everything. So it worked out at the end. <laughs> the power of social media. Oh, yes. Yes. What was your experience like doing that? Like flying across country? doing all that craziness that I know it's mayhem. I used to be at fashion week, so it's just completely chaotic. Oh, it's, it's, it's so different. It's, it's a whole different experience. Um, and we, we were kind of like in the middle of, so like through the pandemic too. Mm. So it was, it was hard. It was hard. Uh, but we, we made it. <laughs> yes. we, we were like, we, we're going to enjoy it. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to learn and we're going to meet people and, so it was it was a great experience, but we also on September back in September it was the twentieth uh, anniversary of nine eleven. So it was a lot of pressure too, but we went and we enjoyed it. It was amazing, very well organized. Oh yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any style that you guys did um, that you that's so memorable that you're really proud of that happened during us uh, Fashion Week? I will have to say. Right now, I feel like the slick look, mm-hmm. slick going back look with some volume on the top. Yes. I, I really like that. I feel like right now it's it's very empowering. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it looks so awesome. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, that's what that I would or, say. Or braids where it's just a, it's a slick look and then it's braids at the finishing or curls. It, it's a little of everything. And the way you see other stylists coming up with these, styles is it's it's mind-blowing yeah yeah braids and the sleek look was definitely in for fashion yes. we noticed that a lot um can you give us a little hint of what we can expect for the next show is that possible we can't say too much no. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right i think um this um this coming up it's more a bridal look we're mm-hmm. idols. We're, um, we, we teamed up with a lot of um, designers that are doing bridles. So I'm like so anxious for this one because it's going to be more like I'm thinking of those, you know, nice, elegant looks. So that's something that's going to be awesome to do. Yeah. And it's almost a um, bridal season. So I'm sure stylists that are listening are going to check that out. So they have. Yes, some- yes. Yes. What shows have you also styled? Is there any other ones that we can know a little bit about? From the last two fashion weeks that you've done? Um, season five of Project Runway. I'm not sure if y'all remember her. Her name was Leanne um, Marshall. Marshall. She was the winner from fifth season. And she was one of our designers from that, um, from oh. last year and stuff. So just actually seeing her and her designs, it, it was awesome. She did more bridal, I believe. Yes, too. More, she more, more, more a little bit of bridal more. also. She was one beautiful. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Just looking at all the colors and everything. So, yes, that was exciting to get her in. And then there's a couple from here from Texas. It's it's so big. There's people from everywhere. Like, it's not just our show that's going on, there's shows going on everywhere. People left and right. Yeah. 
Um, how many styles did you have to come up with? And then how long did it take you to create them? So it's kind of, it's a big production. So we work together with the fashion designers. We work with the makeup artists. We kind of create the, uh, help create the looks. Uh, the fashion designers have, you know, the idea of what they want. And then we were able to kind of, you know, just kind of create that vision actually. Mm -hmm everything so it, it's it's amazing we work together do you guys normally work together or is this like the first time you guys have been collaborating um for a project we've been working together for a whole minute but that was our first time working together and uh, this um when we go back in september she's actually had she's actually a lead now so she mm -hmm. has her own team so that's exciting yeah um, but um, I'm still with our former lead and she still will be joining us with that one also. Okay. So this time I will be taking 20 stylists on my team and then a couple assistants and then we're going to be working together with Lisa Ben. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm sure many listeners who are stylists are wondering how do they go about becoming a stylist at New York Fashion Week? I know you kind of touched upon a little bit about like social media presence, but like, was there any tactics behind it or any other advice that you would give to someone that's listening? I would say on social media, just look for the leads. Like she's a lead, Lisa Van's a lead, um, follow them. And then they usually post when they're recruiting um, stylists mm -hmm. for that. You can always submit your application and they do interviews. So if I were you guys, I would just go for it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You just right. no. another person and ask in six months and see if I get it. <laughs> uh, one of the things I always say, you know, like keep knocking, keep knocking, knocking in the doors. If the door won't open, maybe a window will open. But mm. you're gonna be able to get in. Uh, just don't don't give up. You know, don't give up. If I if we can do it, you guys can do it too. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, are there any other advice that you would love to give to any stylists that are listening? Um, I will. One of the things that I will implement, it's like, you know, try to be very professional all the time, very organized on your work. Try to be very clean, polish mm. uh, your work uh, and implement that to, with your clients. Implement that with, behind the chair, not just on the shows. Mm. So try this to be you know, like, uh, like an everyday. So, and you'll be able to kind of show that to the, it will kind of come natural. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> if you ever get the chance just to go to hair shows, just go for it. Um, like I said, trends are always changing. Um, you're always learning. There's um, something always new coming in and your clients are always looking at magazines or pictures and they're just like, I want this look. And if you don't go to a class and learn how to do that, well, then you're just like, uh, I can give you highlights. <laughs> <laughs> so like it just it just keeps opening doors for you. So education is the key, honestly, and just keep taking classes and it pays off in the end. Like it honestly does. Absolutely. OK, so at the end of every show, we do like a quick take. Um, so you guys can give us a little quick answers to these fun little questions that we have. <laughs> okay, so what is your favorite quote? My quote would be, do good so good can come to you. And mm -hmm. I honestly live by that. Like, I honestly feel that I'm a good person and I'm always trying to do good and reach out to people and help people. And it definitely has came back 
in a yeah. good, good way. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a quote? Uh, <laughs> I think I have, I said all mine. No, uh, I will have to say, uh, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing, uh, don't stop. And we learn something every day. You know, I always say before I go to a class or to a show, I'm like, I'm going to learn something. I'm, I'm so excited about learning the new things you know, or just meet people, you know, just networking. So just grab everything, the positive stuff that you mm. can grab from, the, from every situation or uh, classes or something. But. And also surround yourself with some good people. That's my good person right here. Um, <laughs> she's like, you know, when you're in a class and they write like a math problem or something and they're like, all right, who wants to come solve this problem? I'm like, uh-uh. She's like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, no. She goes, come on, come on. And I'm like, Thank you, Jessica. But like then we're just like, okay, we got it. Now, like she said, it's opening doors and it's opening windows. It's opening everything. So don't be afraid to take that step. Take yeah. that step is going to help you to get to where you want to be at. What was it when we went to in September and, you know, pandemic was going to close? A lot of girls, like a lot of stylists ended up backing out because of, you know, the COVID and all that stuff. They were just like, no. And then they're kind of iffy about the 9-11 and stuff. So I was just like, you know what? It's our time. It's our time. But we're going to go doing something we love. <laughs> oh, that's so we're like, we're going, we're going. <laughs> What's your last Google search? Oh, it was cold because I had to go buy a shirt. <laughs> I was kind of the time they woke up. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My last Google search was... <laughs> How to write an auto reply reply <laughs> message <laughs> in English? <laughs> like, did you learn? Do what? Uh, did you learn how to do it? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Get a little. <laughs> I had a little idea. Now I have a little ta- template. Is yeah. that <laughs> That's great. Okay, so for shampoo, do you use bar or no? No have you bar. Done? Okay. Uh, what? Animal- and then I see stuff. Oh no. <laughs> uh, what animal are you most like? Uh, I, when I was young, I'd always say a dolphin. Now I say a, a tiger. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I'm at you. That's a lot. <laughs> um. I would have to say a love bird because I like to spread my love everywhere I go. And then what's one product you can't live without? I would say a flexible hairspray. Like you can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, product. Ah. Uh, uh, oil. Oil? <laughs> Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was so lovely getting to learn a little bit about your background and hearing about your experience at New York Fashion Week. Also, congratulations on having that experience and being able to do that once again um, this upcoming fall. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you both. Thank you. Thank All right, Jeff. I mean, I've been to NYFW and it was, you know, seared into my memory Mm -hmm. and clearly it was for them as well. I loved hearing about their journey. It was such a good one. I'm glad that we got to talk with them uh, and hopefully they get to go to many more just like you and me. 
Be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode. Mm-hmm.